0: Hey everyone, I'm Amy Helms here with another Lost Ladies of Lit mini episode. And here with me is my co host, Kim Askew. So, Kim, I have a question. Did you ever play with paper dolls as a kid?
1: You know, I did. I remember having like some retro paper dolls and maybe some Holly Hobby paper dolls when I was little. Vague memories of that. Did you?
0: Yeah, I did. I thought they were fun, like the cutting. Uh, yeah, it's a craft were, project. Yeah. Um, but interestingly, my Aunt Ruth, who if you're listening, Aunt Ruth sometimes listens to this podcast. But when I was very young, she sent me a paper doll book. It was called Chuck and I Have a Baby. And it what? was Prince Charles and Princess Diana. And it had all their most famous clothes. And it must have been right around the time when she was expecting William. Oh my God. Because there was like a bassinet and there was like a nondescript baby that you could stick in the bassinet. Um, But they had their like Balmoral Scottish kilt outfit. Oh, I can picture this. And then more recently when Julia was little, I had got her something called Master Puppet Theater: The World of Shakespeare at Your Fingertips. Ugh. They weren't quite paper dolls; they looked like playing cards, but they had two holes cut out in the bottom, and it would have a figure on it, and your fingers would go through the holes, okay. so you could walk the cards around and do a little play. Because it had sixty different Shakespeare characters, it came with a theater, like a you still have it? theater. I'm going to look because it would be great for Cleo now. Yeah. And it would have different background scenes that you could slide in, like the forest of Uh Arden or, you know, a court scene. And then you would do your little finger puppets. But it was
1: kind of like paper dolls just because it was these cardboard cards. Anyway, back to our topic for today. We want to give a shout out to one of our favorite listeners. And they're also going to be a future guest later this year. She gave us the idea for this topic today. Rosemary Kelty, you know us so well. Yeah, she's one of our biggest supporters. So, we all know who Zelda Fitzgerald is, right? I sort of hate to reference her in relation to her husband, F. Scott Fitzgerald, because she was a talented and incredibly fascinating person in her own right. That's true. She's
0: remembered today mostly as quote unquote the wife and muse of Scott, or she's known for her schizophrenia and mm-hmm. her tragic death. Um, I read the biography of Zelda by Nancy Milford a while back. And once you read that, you can't help but be taken by her effervescence. I always kind of picture her dancing around in point shoes and a tutu. Drinking champagne. (laughs) Yes, exactly. She was one of the original flappers, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And she was also an artist and a novelist. But come to think of it, I don't think I've ever even read her most well-regarded novel, which is called Save Me the Waltz. Have you
1: by any chance Kim read it? No, and it's so weird, but it's like I know of her and I've known of her for what feels like my whole life and I did not read this and haven't even tried to. I feel like I should. Yeah. Maybe it's not
0: great. Anyway, I listeners, you need to you find gotta, out. Yeah, who yeah. who's read this book? Contact us and let us know if it's worth reading. Um so although her name is well-known to most people, maybe we do need to consider her for your future episode, just the fact that we haven't read this book.
1: Let's take a poll on our new Facebook forum.
0: That's a good idea. Yeah. Yes. And really, there's so much to her life story that we couldn't possibly cover it all in today's mini. So what we're going to do is just focus on one very small but charming little bit. The paper dolls she created for her daughter, Scotty.
1: Aww. As we mentioned, Zelda was an accomplished artist, and she began painting these creations in 1926, but she continued working on them throughout her life, even up to two years before her death, which was in 1948. Her granddaughter, Eleanor Lanahan, saved and collected the paper dolls, and they were recently compiled into a beautiful 128-page book. It's out from Scribner called The Paper Dolls of Zelda Fitzgerald.
0: And I'd like to read a review of this collection by Paula McLean for the New York Times. She wrote The dolls retain an intimacy that's more piercing somehow for being whimsical, playthings too gorgeous to touch. There are stowaways from classic fairy tales captured rapturously in gouache with sly revisions. The big bad wolf wolf has been granted a party dress <laughs> and notably prescient androgyny. Every flounce and shoe buckle of the courtiers, knights, and musketeers reveals a studiousness close to reverence for the details of period costumery, just as the exaggerated musculature of the figures shows the painter's deep knowledge of, and rapt fascination with, the human form. Oh my god, I need it. That sounds amazing. This book is actually something Zelda had wanted in her lifetime to see. She thought it would make a good book and she had approached her husband's editor, Maxwell Perkins, about releasing something like this. She sent him a letter about it, but there's no record that he ever replied to her. Zelda did eventually get the paper dolls placed in an exhibit at the Montgomery Museum of Fine Arts in her hometown of Montgomery, Alabama. But now, 70 years after her death, the book version has finally come to fruition. Apparently, Lanahan, her granddaughter, had first encountered the paper dolls when she was a kid and was rifling through her mother's attic. She notes in the book that some of the dolls are actually made using scraps of fabric, crepe paper, and foil, but most are painted with watercolors. And there are even some representations of F. Scott Fitzgerald, Zelda, and little Scotty. She actually depicted them, um, Mm -hmm. but others are fairy tale characters or historical figures from French courts. But the one thing I kept thinking is how amazing it is that something so fragile as paper dolls would even have survived all this time.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Up in an attic. That's so amazing that they did. I mean, this sounds like such a great gift idea for a book lover. I mean, I also want to get one for myself. But what a great conversation piece to have sitting out on your coffee table. I mean, how beautiful.
0: Yeah. And I read that Lanahan... When she decided she wanted to compile all these, you know, she had some in her family, but she actually had to hunt up some of the dolls in other places because some had been put up at auction at various points or just ended up scattered to the wind, so to speak. So she did the legwork of trying to find everything that was out there, but she suspects there are still more that she doesn't even know about. So up in somebody else's attic, there might be more Zelda Fitzgerald
1: paper dolls. Oh, that's a cool thought.
0: Yeah, And what's interesting is that Lanahan herself grew up to be an illustrator of children's books. So she was either inspired by the artwork of her grandmother that she saw as a child, or she inherited that artistic
1: bent. I love that. It's also reminding me, is there a TV show about Zelda that came out in the last few years, maybe? Yeah, Amazon did
0: a series called Z, The Beginning of Everything, and that was based on a novel about Zelda's life by Therese Ann Fowler and no relation <laughs> no relation <laughs> um Christina Ricci plays Zelda in that I show I love
1: Christina Ricci I had not yeah. heard of this oh, oh you okay. hadn't heard of it no. it was only
0: out for one season and then it got canceled and maybe that's why we never watched it because it just didn't have enough
1: longevity to I'm gonna be, check it out. Take hold. I mean that's not, I I think it's worth even watching just even if there's only one season.
0: I know so. because I do love that time period, right? Yeah and I feel like
1: Christina Ricci wouldn't do something that wasn't yeah at least it in its intention or conception really really good.
0: All right. So listeners we also need you to weigh in on this yeah. if anybody
1: has watched Z yeah. The beginning of yeah, head to our Facebook forum and tell us and
0: yeah, yeah what you think. And yeah, so speaking of our Facebook forum, we sort of have a group that we
1: started thanks to another of our listeners, Julia Valentine, and what a great suggestion because we already have so much conversation happening on there between ourselves and listeners and it's been really fun. I'm enjoying it. So Yeah,
0: we had been looking for a way to interact with listeners more and sort of keep the discussion alive after the episode ends and it's been really fun so far so go to facebook.com slash groups slash lost ladies of lit forum or just search up lost ladies of lit on facebook and you'll find us and we will accept you right away and you'll be able to post and comment and do all the fun things we'd love to hear more of your thoughts opinions questions and maybe tips on future lost ladies
1: Yeah, and also join us back next week for another full-length episode of Lost Ladies of Lit. Thanks for listening. Our theme song was written
0: and performed by Jenny Malone, and our logo was designed by Harriet Grant. Lost Ladies of Lit is produced by Amy Helms and Kim Askew.